0: You are listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. AJ, good night, and welcome to Down the Isle Wrestling Podcast, the 2016 Royal Rumble Review Show. I am Kevin Laramie, and tonight, what a Royal Rumble match, one that will be remembered for ages for the debut of AJ Styles, as you just heard quite the pop, Uh, let's just say the biggest pop in a long time I think with the fact that it's been leaked and uh, people were talking about it last few weeks even WWE itself the people that were not aware of AJ Styles if they were any, which probably was but uh, probably less than they anticipated, knew who he was tonight and guess what he had the biggest pop of the night by far and uh, let's just say they actually cheered for him all through the match while he was there. The way they got rid of him was pretty good. Anyways, we'll talk about the Royal Rumble match. We'll go entrant by entrant. And we'll just say, hey, what I'll do is, I'll name the entrant number. And I'll talk if they left an, impre- an impression on myself. They left an impression on me, Kevin Laramie. If they actually impressed me. And uh, what they did in their actually. The Rumble match, so we'll talk about this and we'll talk about the feuds possible, which that's what the Rumble is used and a lot of possible feuds with the match tonight. So we will be taking a look down the entrance number and their possible feuds heading into tomorrow, which a rod that will definitely, definitely be interesting. And a new champion, by the way, and we'll talk about that later. We'll start uh, the Intercontinental Champion. The Curtain Jerker was quite a fantastic match between Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens. Two wrestlers that were basically the backbone of this show in the actual Royal Rumble match. They were mainstays. Long presence for them, great presence, great spots with a lot of different wrestlers. A lot of great work by those two in the Royal Rumble match themselves. But in that match, let's just face it, great moves all around, great quotes. Uh, <laughs> there was an old Canada chant. A couple guys actually did close to ringside were <laughs> saying stupid things to Owen, like, "Oh, Owens, I like your tattoo. Looks like The Rock's one." <laughs> stupid jerks but but the mic picked it up it was kind of funny and some points Kevin Owens talked to them like shut up you morons anyway so it's always funny to see how Kevin Owens always has a great crowd interaction as a heel it just makes you believe the whole Kevin Owens character and I just love Kevin Owens character really uh, just strikes a chord to me the type of bully that uh, just portrays a great great heat, and he got the greatest heat of the night by, uh, well, I'll keep it later, we'll see why, I'll talk about it later, why Kevin Owens (laughs) has the biggest heat, maybe coming out of the Royal Rumble 2016, anyways, great match, the biggest spot of this uh, this smash, yeah, it was a smash, but the biggest spot of this match is, for me, uh, when Kevin Owens was trying to go for a move uh he previously maybe like eight minutes prior to that stacked two tables on top of each other outside the ring close to a ring post in the corner close to between the barricade and the ring post two tables right there on one of them on top of each other and he was gonna do like a move like a power bomb or no he was gonna actually he laid five chairs in the ring for. Opened and one laid on the top of the other four. He laid Dean Ambrose on them. He was going to do a somersault. His moonsault that he usually misses. He was going to do that moonsault on there. But Dean Ambrose got up. Pushed him. So his front flipped. Right into the two tables. And until it was a last man standing match. So he stayed there for the 10 count. And still the intercontinental champion. Dean Ambrose. Which... It's not the last we will see in Ambrose in that match. Quite the opposite. Dean Ambrose, like we were saying, is one of the mainstays of this match. Uh, Another great move that was in that match was one of the great high spots, you would say. Dean Ambrose was going to do like a type of superplex to Kevin Owens. But Kevin Owens caught him and did a super package suplex through a table Uh, Just great spot, Kevin Owens delivered that move, pinpoint perfect on that table, safely for Ambrose. Those guys killed each other safely, if such a thing is possible. Great match, we were all expecting uh, the pop-up powerbomb eventually on the actual apron, it didn't happen. And uh, a lot of things possible for both those guys, we'll see later on uh, what they're future feuds or possible Wrestlemania program will be. After that opening match that Dean Ambrose retained, we went for a couple of new WWE Network shows ad, and I just noticed them, I paused my DVR, and it's right Along, which basically, it's a camera with two superstars or more when they're traveling, and it's probably a show about that. Uh, New Stone Cold Podcast episodes, Camp WWE, which... You probably remember a couple years ago it was doubted. It's uh, the same Seth Green and Seth Green's company uh, who does Robot Chicken and all that were working on Camp WWE which originally was supposed to be Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon as the mainstays of this program but because of the, the Hulk Hogan controversies last year. I think they knew, and they actually changed it before, but it was all rewritten and redone, and it's now Ric Flair and Mister uh, Mister McMahon and Sergeant Slaughter. There will be the and other young superstars that are portrayed as young kids in a summer camp in the woods type of cartoon show. So that is a uh, it's like rated R. So it's that type of. Uh, Think South Park meets Robot Chicken meets WWE. So uh, a lot of cliches of the wrestling world probably mixed in with some popular cultural reference type of humor you will get on Camp WWE coming soon on the WWE Network with The Edge and Christian Show, which is, looks like a variety type of comedy, comedy show with the skits to have an intern that interviews people, probably like practical jokes and they do like weird stuff and the comedy and sketches again, so it looks like a variety comedy type of show with Edge and Christian, so those are like the big shows that were hyped up a couple times during the pay-per-view tonight, and I think it's interesting, New Day's Uso, so we have, uh, first of all, Kofi Kingston Biggie comes out, uh, talking about something, we have to moan, Francesca Then you hear and you have Xavier Woods coming out with a new trombone, Francesca too, because, yes, you can mourn, but a brother has got some needs. I just loved the way he delivered, like a lot, a lot better than I did. Like, yeah, that's why he works there, and that's why I talk about him working there, right? So, <laughs> the way he delivered that line was just awesome. Was well done. Well, ah, he just got me laughing. It's just, yeah. And then Kofi continued, and just. Great new day promo. Match was all right. Uh, first, I forgot to give my uh, ratings for the IC title, which I give a eight eight point eight out of ten. So eight out of ten for the opening match IC match, and for the new day was original. Like the just a the great spot was the ending. The finish of the match was great, which uh, uh, there was a tag like maybe 30 seconds before the finish. Uh, Kofi was in the corner getting his ass kicked by uh, one of the Usos. I guess it's two Usos. So it's one of the Usos, Jimmy or Dre. I don't know which one, but it's Nuso. So Nuso will beat on King, on Kingston when Biggie tagged. But you didn't see Biggie, he like the disappeared off screen. So the Uso still beat up on Kingston. Uso's goals on the third row. Third row. Tries to do the splash And Uso. Biggie catches him. Big ending for the one, the two and the three. New day and still tag team champion of the world. There's a WWE 24 ad, uh, the show about Sting and WrestleMania 31, uh, also known as WrestleMania Silicon Valley. It's a preview of uh, Sting behind the scene and the rest of the roster and the crew behind the scene in uh, last year's WrestleMania. So that's very interesting. There's a great wide family vignette saying, "Uh, they're this, they're that. And at the end of the night, Bray Wyatt will finally... Literally have the whole world after he wins the Rumble sitting in the palm of his hands. Meaning the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I Probably the best promo I've seen or heard about Bray Wyatt. You can understand what he was talking about. He was vague and using different terms meaning the championship and the quest for it. But it was relatable. It was Intense. It was different. It was actually good, but focused and directed and achieved a goal, which was making him believable as a threat, as a possibility of a winner in that Rumble, which is not the case at all. But at least there's a program brewing out of the Rumble. We'll talk about that later with him and Brea, Brock Lesnar. But uh, yeah, it was a great promo, by the way. Uh, U.S. Championship match, a uh, fucking match that uh, I don't know why they... Beat Kalisto to begin with. I think they set up this match. Which wasn't their best match between the two. They had a better match. I think it's a 5 out of 10. It's Kalisto and Del Rio. At the finish. Kalisto. Uh, Reverse uh, So uh, Salito del Sol. 1, 2, 3. Kalisto wins the US Championship for the second time. And then they hype. Oh, wow. Kalisto now at two time. Yeah, wouldn't it have been better if it was a one time but just kept it for three weeks instead of being a two time champion? three weeks yeah i know that's why i think the same thing that's why this match is five out of ten and again another promo for the edge and christian show that's upcoming on the network in the next few weeks divas title match a pretty good decent match between uh, charlotte and becky but that's not the important part of this match for the divas title uh the way it finishes is uh Becky Lynch has Charlotte in an armbar. Looks like Charlotte has nowhere to go. Ric Flair takes his jacket out, throws it on the face of Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch has no choice to take it off her face, let go of the hold, and then uh, Charlotte takes advantage of it and uh, hits her move, and for the one, two, three. Then, once she wins, she takes about, she celebrates with the father. Sasha, you hear, we want Sasha Way want Sasha then you hear nothing Then Sasha Banks music hex She comes down, throws her jewelries off, gets into the ring, throws her glasses off, kicks Becky off the apron, yells at Becky, this is my spotlight, Becky Turns to Charlotte, looks at her, heiser's up. Probably actually sizing her up, looking at her from head to toe, but almost disdain. Then shake can, their little friendly move they used to do in NXT, saying, all right, you're on your way, I'm on your way, You want, I want a title, but you're on your way. Rick and Charlotte leaves the ring. Rick leaves the ring first because Charlotte is holding the ropes for Rick. She's about to leave when Sasha Banks hits her with kind of like a flapjack. Then the bank stands the bank statement and makes a statement saying she wants the title. And that's your WrestleMania program, people. Sasha Bank versus Charlotte. In the biggest Divas title match in the history. Why? Because Sasha Banks is the fucking boss. Another here we go WWE Network promo hyping right along. The camp WWE and so on and so forth. Brings us to the Royal Rumble match. It's time. And the uh, Royal Rumble uh, yearly means numbers. So let's go through the same numbers. This time, it's Baron Saxton who was given us the numbers vignette. There have been twenty-eight rumbles in history. Eight hundred and eleven competitors. Forty-two eliminated by Kane. Forty-six competitors were Hall of Famers. Eight, eight Hall of Famers won the damn thing. Stone Cold Steve Austin is the only three-time Rumble winner. The longest contestant in the ring for a record 62 minutes and 12 seconds was Mr. Ray Mysterio Jr. And the shortest time was one second by Santino Marella. And those are your yearly Royal Rumble match stats. Let's dive in, people. It's the countdown to the new chat. <laughs> as we all know, every 90 seconds this time, but it's a work 90 seconds. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's short. As WWE fit, Roman Reigns, number one, comes out to a shower of booze in Orlando, people. A little surprising, but uh, yeah, that's what it is. Roman Reigns comes out with booze. Number two, Rusev which gets axed by uh, Roman Reigns very soon. But before that happens, number three in the Royal Rumble Goes Quiet. Very good song, which you could hear earlier on the show starts. Probably DMX or something. I tried for the life of me to find the name of that song. I think I actually listened to every single DMX song. That's why it's like 2 a.m. when I'm recording this and not like midnight. Because I was trying to find a damn song to choose for. AJ freaking Styles comes out. But you see, one thing we missed on TV that probably would have been great to see. But it's like there's two, three things that were shot differently. Tonight, that they missed actually good moments. And they actually missed a couple moments by AJ Styles in the match. Because it was in double feature mode. Or The cry, was filming something else. This point, when the music hits. Instead of looking at the, the screen to see what's playing. We have Roman Reigns' face. And we just hear. Ho! The big pop. Then we s- see AJ come out. But on the screen, it's all black. Then you see I. Am. Flashing in and out. Phenomenal. Crowd loses it, realizes it's AJ style coming out. DMX song is fucking awesome. They don't want none. They don't want none. They don't want none. Yeah, but, they don't really want you to do it Yeah, yeah, oh. Gotta love you, DMX. But yeah, it's a great song, great jam. And AJ Styles comes out to the biggest pop of his career. He looked like he appreciated it. And what a performance by AJ Styles. I'll remember many spots by AJ Styles in that match, which he actually got him late. It made like quite late in, but not really that late. But long enough that he had an impact. He made great moves. They teased the Styles clash about 10 times. And I hope they continue to do so. Teased that style clash and I hope we don't see it up until Wrestlemania. That move cannot be hit up until Wrestlemania. And once he does, it will be a great pop. And it's going to be the most over move like it was in Japan. But that's what it needs to be. It needs to be teased like it is now. And it's just, it was done to perfection. He did his great springboard forearm smash higher than I've ever seen him do before. Might be exaggerating here, yes, but just great height, great great performance and great bump and the chemistry with a lot of wrestlers was actually pretty good. Him and Chris Jericho did that great spot where he was trying to go for the Style Clash and Jericho reversed to go for the Lion Tamer and they both did reversals and just many great spots by AJ Styles. The crowd lost their shit for the entire time AJ Styles was in the crowd. Uh, the didn't know how to chant AJ Styles because it's not a chant that they're used to. So just saying, let's go AJ was a good one. But AJ Styles, this was uh, uh, AJ, we want AJ Styles. We AJ Styles, <laughs> AJ Styles. Basically, for what you were hearing for the majority of the time, AJ Styles was in that match. But just a great performance. Number four, Tyler Breeze, which comes straight in. Just goes right underneath Roman Reigns. Hits his finishing move. The beauty shot on AJ Styles. AJ is down. He comes up. Tyler Breeze has a great moment on the Rumble. Love the way he did it. He looked great next to AJ Styles. I know the way Tyler Breeze was portrayed. He's like down the card. And the way AJ Styles was really portrayed tonight. As strong and up there and high in the card. Because while well, he did a great performance. And was toe to toe with Roman Reigns and all that. But a Tyler Breeze AJ Styles program could be just Awesome, because in the ring, it'll be just great. It'll be an NXT match translated to the main roster, and that is something we're not expecting to see. So I love the way Tyler Breeze got into the match. Then we had the Social Outcast coming out with only Axel, finally, a year in the making, making its way into the ring. The chains are off. Lasts about 10 seconds, eliminated by Styles chains are back on. Tyler Breeze uh, was eliminated by both, basically, by Styles and Reigns at the same time. And that was quite funny to see. Number six, Chris Jericho in his ninth Rumble in his career uh, comes out. And uh, just Chris Jericho stayed into the Rumble for over 50 minutes. Quite a performance for Chris Jericho in the Royal Rumble in 2016. Went toe-to-toe with every single one of the participants that was not at the same time as him. Brock Lesnar included Braun Strowman. Uh, he got nailed by Harper. He got basically a great overall performance in the Rumble. Jericho was a body, yes, but he was a credible body in the Rumble that could do his move and had great chemistry and do great spots with a lot of the wrestlers. Because... He knew a lot of them, even though they're all different region, different background, different generations. He's able to know what to do with them, and we saw that in that match. A so great performance by Chris Jericho in the Royal Rumble tonight. Number seventh, uh, we were expecting it. We knew what was gonna happen. There's not a Royal Rumble without Kane. His seventeenth Rumble. He still has the record for forty-two elimination total. He actually gets booted out a little later on by uh, Braun Strowman. But yeah, Kane. Goldust, number eight, is 11th Rumble. He gets eliminated later on by Titus. Uh, Right back, number nine, gets asked by a big show later on. New Day Kofi comes in. Uh, The way Kofi's spot was done, uh, like there's always a Kofi spot in a Royal Rumble usually. And this year's Kofi spot because of New Day. Kofi was the only member of New Day to go into the Rumble, and eventually he gets like thrown out of the ring, but he lands on the shoulders of Big E. So as a unicorn, he rides Big E for a little while, there, until he gets close enough to the ring and gets dropkick by Chris Jericho, off Big E's shoulder, eliminated. Titus O'Neil comes out number 11th, our truth comes first of all. When Titus comes in, he tries to like to batter everybody up and picks AJ Styles and hit him. Doesn't move, and then he's like stuck with AJ Styles in his hands. Doesn't know what to do with AJ Styles. Just, just throws AJ Styles. I was like, oh, poor AJ man. <laughs> Wouldn't it be the worst that you get hurt by Titus only on your first appearance in the main roster. I was like, please, nobody, 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 please injure AJ. Please, please, just, can you be careful with the phenomenal one? Can you please, for fuck's sakes, not injure the most over guy on the roster after not even twenty four hours that he's in? Please, don't injure the fucker. Our truth comes out in number twelve. Basically, the only really comedy spot. We were expecting more surprises, but uh, with the fact that AJ comes in at sup- number three, it made you expect more surprise. But there was not really any surprise left. Maybe one which we were expecting in a way, but sets up a great WrestleMania program with IC, K. L. Kevin Owens having... Well, anyway, we'll get there. So, uh, Kane, Goldust, Ryback, New Day, Titus O'Neil, R-Truth comes out, and before he gets in the ring, gets the la- gets a fucking huge ladder. Everybody's looking at him. Goes into the ring with a ladder, sets up the ladder, climbs the ladder, goes to pick up something and realizes there's nothing. And he's like, oh, my bad. My bad. Comes out. Big Show's like, what the fuck? I was in Big Show? No, it was uh, somebody else. Anyway, I think it's Titus. Whatever. They throw him out. Throws the ladder. Boom, done. I think it's Kane, actually. It's all juicy. Yeah, by Kane. Number 13, Luke Harper comes out. After Luke Harper comes out, you see Vincent Kennedy McMahon, accompanied by the League of Nations. Just take out Roman Reigns underneath the bottom rope. Beat him up. Lays him out on the uh, the Spanish announce table. Which, tonight, there was three tables. There was a Spanish one, the English one, and a French one. With two Tullemans I've never even heard of before. From France, I guess. Uh, There. But, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns on the table. Then you have Rusev running from the French on the English. Chumps. And smashes the fuck out of the ribs of Roman Reigns through that table. Roman Reigns is down and he's not getting up. Stretcher comes out and he gets stretchered out after uh, Stardust number for 14. Then uh 15 big show comes out, knocks up a couple of people. Uh, but yeah, Reigns is stretchered out. Neville comes number sixteen. Uh before he gets like halfway through the like the ramp. Like Reigns walks off the gurney and walks through the, like walks to the back, just showing, like, oh, I'm still tough. I can walk, but I'm still going to the back. Uh, Braun Strowman, number 17. 18. Kevin Owens limping and selling the fuck of the last man standing match, walking to the ring. Number 19. Dean Ambrose, which then they go at it again one on one. Boom, boom, boom. Number 20. Sammy Zayn comes in. Kevin Owens loses his shit. Looks at Sammy Zayn. What are you doing here? This is my place. This is my place. You don't deserve to be here. They're yelling at each other. Sammy Zayn runs to the ring, gets in the ring, and starts fighting with Kevin Owens. In my mind, setting up both of their WrestleMania program. But eventually, Kevin Owens turns around, fights. And before uh, Kevin Owens, actually, before Kevin Owens, before Sami Zayn comes in, Kevin Owens gets the biggest heat moment of the night. Hits up a couple people. Hits. Takes AJ Styles. Launches him over the thought rope. Third rope. The crowd goes silent. Oh! <gasps> And what you can hear is Hoens yelling, Welcome to the WWE as AJ Styles two feet touches the floor. The crowd is a gasp, but yells, AJ Styles, AJ Styles. Better get used to this people. I think AJ Styles will be the most over wrestler in a long time. In the sports entertainment world. Especially with that debut. But then Sami Zayn comes out. They fight. And Sami Zayn. Eliminates. Kevin Owens. Setting up. In my mind. The Owens. Zayn. That famous. Generico. Steen. Program. But on a level never surpassed before, on a 100,000 people type of level, biggest WrestleMania of all time type of level, on the biggest stage ever, on the wrestling business possible, you'll get Generico, Steam. Wow. Wow, I imagine Pat LaProdd is Wow. Floored tonight, and I would be too. What a great performance by Sami Zayn in the Rumble as well. Eric Rowan, number 21, comes out. That's three Wyatts in the Rumble now. And uh, uh, yeah, exactly. So that's three in the Rumble. Number 22, Mark Henry, which gets eliminated really quickly by the Wyatts because they're three and they're like ganging up and they're basically making a rough shot in the ring, throwing everybody out, dominating. Until Brock's music comes. Brock comes. Brock cleans everybody out. Takes every single one of the Rye family out of the equation. And the series of forearm to Braun Strowman will make Braun Strowman question his decision to become a professional wrestler when he has to fight Brock Lesnar again. Stiff, you say? Stiff? Yeah, imagine Kota Ibushi and Makabe. Yeah, Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar won't be pretty. But he'll be fun. Yeah, that can be fun. Jack Swagger comes out and he gets pooped by Brock really quickly. The Miz number 25 comes out. And yeah, he looks pumped. He looks at Brock. Yeah, yeah, don't look at me like this. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Yelling at Brock. While walking towards the commentary table. Sits down next to uh, JBL and Cole and Lawler. He yells, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, You need to be strateg- strategical. You yeah, have good strategy. Come in at the right moment. The, the right opportunity comes when it's the right moment. It took him a while to get in. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, number 26. Number 27, Bray Wyatt. And all the Wyatts are gone. But before Bray Wyatt comes in, makes a sign. And the Wyatt family comes back in the ring. Hits Bray Wyatt. It's uh, Brock Lesnar again. And Brock Lesnar's beat up by the Bray Wyatts. And guess what? The Wyatts as a group eliminate Brock to a shower of booze. Number 28. Dolph Ziggler with the ugliest haircut known in mankind's history. And number 29. Sheamus with the second ugliest haircut known to men. Uh, Rain comes back. It's Sheamus, and he's back. Never being eliminated from the Rumble, he's back. At this point, there's Ambrose, Sheamus, Dolph, uh, Bray, and a couple like that's about it. And then uh, there's a couple gone. Just Sheamus. Uh, th- yeah. Anyway, so there's Roman who's there. Like everybody else is cap- capacity. Everybody else is down for the, for the moment. It's late, people. Everybody else is on the mat. Dum dum, time to play the game. Dum dum, time to play the game. You get the point. Triple H comes out. Yeah, that Roman he gets in the ring. Both yell at each other. Eventually, get the fisticuffs. Get the little, a little right, a little left, a little, little taste of your leather my face type of moment between the two and after a while they eliminated and as when you thought there's then ambrose triple h and roman reigns left and when you think that oh triple h or so he's going to eliminate ambrose and then he's going to be left to down to do no triple h eliminates roman reigns from the 2016 rumbles guaranteeing a new champion and it's only down to the Dean Ambrose and Triple H and you are thinking wow they're going to go with Ambrose? They're going to give him the belt? They to surely they can't go with Triple H like at at his age as the authority he's like, already won the damn thing 13 times. Why would you go with ah ah uh, uh, it's biggest WrestleMania in the history biggest spot the winner of the belt for the first time in history in a Rumble match gets the spots. From, of course, Triple H is going to go over. Duh. Triple H eliminates uh, Dean Ambrose. Triple H is your new for the 14th time WWE World Heavyweight Championship accompanied by Stephanie McMahon and Mr. VKM himself. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, all hands are raised in the middle of the mat, and the WrestleMania sign is pointed. Roman, I guess see you at WrestleMania, Triple H said. What I predict was going to happen, the feuds, Zayn, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens at Fastlane, setting up a mid-card feud for AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Setting him up for a year worth built for him having a huge match at WrestleMania 33. But that's another story for another day. The rest is pretty convoluted. Brock Lesnar versus the Wyatts, I guess, would be a fair assessment for WrestleMania. And one thing that would not surprise me, a respect partnership between Brock and Taker versus the entire Wyatts. Taker is training really hard. That is one thing that I could see now because I'm trying to place Taker in the roster and I can't really see where he fit now. AJ Styles again, Kevin Owens' program would make sense. Tyler B's program would make sense. AJ Styles, uh, Samoa Joe moving up would make sense. Zane in the after, I don't know. But for now, I expect a Kevin Owens program maybe for AJ Styles at fast lane with uh, Zane coming in, interference or something. With, with, like the biggest feud will be Zane. And Kevin Owens preparing for WrestleMania. But uh, you have an AJ Styles program in the meantime, uh, tomorrow's Raw will be very interesting. But yeah, those are the big programs. I see Roman Reigns, Triple H, of course, at Mania. Uh, Who knows? League of Nations versus Social Outcast. Yeah, I would do that. I don't care at all. And that's about basically the big big story. So a big story is coming out of Royal Rumble 2016. AJ Styles, member of the roster. Permanent member of the roster. Not championship level yet, but after WrestleMania, when it resets, he will be in the championship conversation. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owen, going to be a big feud. Great, great potential match at WrestleMania. That's what I look forward. That's what I'm excited about. But uh, yeah, AJ Styles. Damn, what a great, great, great first debut moment for AJ Styles with the WWE. Until next time, keep on listening to Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, sportspodcastingnetwork.com on iTunes, Stitchers, FeedBurners, PodBay, uh, everywhere you can. You can find the Sports Podcasting Network. And until next time, take that bump. You were listening to SPN, the Sports Podcasting Network. Visit us, sportspodcastingnetwork.com.